0: Everyone. Thanks for getting involved in another week of Dribble. Howdy's known as being a cowboy greeting, and also from Texas, but not many people know that it actually came from the south of England, like many great things, like Cornish pasties and of course myself. Oh. <laughs> and it's a shortened way of saying how do ye, and somehow it ended up in the Wild West. That's just we intro for everyone, and now I'm introducing... A greenhorn sitting opposite me. He's mad enough to swallow a horn toad backwards. Nick Taylor. G'day. How d? <laughs> How do ye. How do ye.
1: Hey, mate. How do ye do? Good, mate. No. I think that I'd probably be Billy the Kid if I was in the West. Really? Never, ever. Well, is he cool? Or is I that just know. somewhere i picked up along the way? All I know about Billy the Kid is he used to always sit with his, never facing his back to the door in case he came in and got shot.
0: That's fair enough. And i face my back to the door, so. Watch out. <laughs> which is all I'm say. Watch out for well. I don't know that many cool cowboys, eh? John Wayne? John, he was an actor, but was he like a cowboy? It's weird how sometimes those. Yosemite Sam? Yeah.
1: Isn't it weird how sometimes people take on a role, like if they're known as an actor, for example, like Sylvester Stallone is in the Boxing Hall of Fame for playing Rocky and never had a pro fight?
0: That's interesting.
1: How you know them as, you know, you know them as yeah, something? I think
0: like, he'd be a real handy scrapper, but really his face just looks like a melted candle. Um. I actually went to, I was at a barbecue on Saturday, and I had an impromptu visit to town afterwards. You know, R- right, rear for you. Bar town. hmm And I had to put on some of my mate's skinny jeans, and they were, let's just say, extremely skinny. And I actually ended up looking a bit like Yosemite Sam, mm. with the bowed legs.
1: Yeah, like yeah. when you, I used to see, when I first went to Texas, you see a lot of old timers in Walmarts who have obviously spent a lot of time, uh, ages on horses, and they do walk like that, like legitimately,
0: like heels sort of and, and on the tiptoes. How tightly are they straddling those horses? I don't know. How tightly would you be straddling the horse if you were going down the mega ramp on it? Uh, probably just round the
1: throat, <laughs> just in sort of a chokehold type setup. Um, what'd you take to the barbecue?
0: Um, Oh, what did I take? Uh, some grade A chat, a bottle of wine, a couple of Hagen Extra Strongs, and some pulled jackfruit, but I ended up just eating meat anyway, because, yeah.
1: You were there. I was there.
0: I was pretty perfect Because I went
1: to a barbecue on Saturday. Did you? What did you take? I took two cheese boards, some onion
0: dip, and a packet of double cheese sizzlers. <laughs> God, you started so strong on that. You started with the cheese board and some onion dip, which is still really nice. It's a wee bit entry-level didn't take any chips to go with it, which is I interesting. But Oh, you took some yeah, chips Yeah, took some chips well. tri- and crackers. Yep. And crackers, nice, with the cheese board. Yeah. And then you took some sizzlers. Do you know what was Double it? cheese, though, so you're obviously a uh, man of fine taste. They were the premier event. They went so quickly. Everyone gave me a bit of
1: stick. I took them to the exact same barbecue, a yearly catch-up with some of my friends, and um, I took them the exact same um, sizzlers as last year. Oh, a new packet, obviously. Yeah. Hey, but, that, um,
0: that last though.
1: Every year I get stuck about them, and every year they, they vanish. But do you want to hear something gross? I put out the bowl of chips... Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of kids at this time of our lives, you know, getting, um, having kids and stuff, and there were all these kids swimming around in the little paddling pool, and these kids keep coming up and just diving into the chip bowl. But what they'd do is they'd have a handful of scrunched chips, yeah. go back down the slide in the water, and then come and just dump them back in the bowl. Why? I don't know, no it's, toddlers.
0: Yeah, oh, right, so they're pretty young. Yeah, oh, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not teenagers, 15, yeah, uh, yeah, year olds. no, toddlers. Oh, right, did you go in and have some of the chlorinated chips? No, I actually, this
1: is, is this a dog act, and I'll put it out to you, and I'll put it to also the people that are lending us their tartingers. Um, I kept a little bit of, I didn't fully empty the bag, because I saw this happening, and I didn't fully <laughs> empty the bag into the bowl, and I just kept a little bit of the bag by my feet for myself for the dip.
0: That's okay, is I it, think that's all right, eh, because you, you're you're supplying the chips, Yeah, crisps. Uh, So I think you're doing alright. And
1: I'm also, I'm not bringing a kid to the party so I'm not used to gross shit like a lot of other parents. They're not your kids.
0: Yeah. So it's like, why should you be punished for not having, you know?
1: Quite a hard case thing I actually witnessed was, so all the kids would be going around running nuts, doing playing games and lolly scrambles and whatnot and you'd hear a kid trip over or slip or whatever and you'd hear the tears start and you'd see about 10, 12 sets of parents' heads fire over and see and the moment they realise it wasn't their kid no one cared you know the one parent would oh, so rush over open up a beer. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that? Ma- no,
0: no sweet we're good yeah, keep, keep going <laughs> on it must oh, be a relief alright fuck him and he's just <laughs> face down in the pool yeah. <laughs> uh, it's all good mate it's not my kid don't <laughs> worry he's just got a uh, pocket full of Nick's chips <laughs> just take well, the did the kid steal your crunchy fresh chips and you actually brought the tears upon no, no, no. Okay. I wouldn't call it out. Didn't call it out. <laughs>
1: I actually put the fresh bag in front of the children, and I actually just had the soggy bag for myself. Oh, you just
0: dis- like um, Weasley snot Yeah, Weasley snipes on Juice Bigelow. The second one when he's dropping the chips in the toilet. No, oh. <laughs> God, that's an
1: abstract <laughs> reference. I was thinking blade, like blood soaked. I'm,
0: I'm going soggy chips. Yeah. Oh, yeah, blood soaked, mate. It depends how hard the fall was that they had. Is that your stunner of the week? No. Saving the chips to the side.
1: No, no. It no. is not my stunner of the week. It's a good know, move, though. You know what the stunner of my week is? What? I love a summer anthem. Do you? I, yeah. I love when you just... It just puts you in the ultimate... It's the cherry on the top for this time of year for me. What's a song that you hear and you think it's summer? Um, Maybe Chase and Status. Anything Chase and Status. Anything that I sort bass. Of, yeah. <laughs> anything that I can sort of relate to festivals, I guess, over yeah, warm nice. weather. Or any... Actually, probably my all-time favourite, I guess, mini-genre of... Um. Summer Anthems, there's a lot of Kiwi music, Oh yeah, t- it doesn't,
0: it's not, Kiwi music's great all the time, but it suits the sun yep. a lot better. Like Tiki, Catch a
1: Fire, any yep. of those gems. Haley
0: Westerner, Frankie yeah. Stevens.
1: Yeah, At the Christmas in the Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's someone who's actually, um, this year got on my radar, who's really climbing the ranks in terms of, and it's a Kiwi artist, and he's actually just released a new summer anthem. Mm-hmm. It's called Briefcase Talk, it's by Wax Mustang.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 I didn't, he came here a few weeks ago. Eh? Yeah, he Can came on, on the 16th of October. Yeah, okay, um, a few months
1: ago. And um, he was epic. And what he's doing at the moment is, to celebrate the release of this new song, Briefcase Talk, he's putting uh, Briefcase in all the major cities with full of merchandise for him and two tickets to R&V and R&A. Mm-hmm. And um, after a few beers on Friday, it, he, he said a post that he only did the Wellington and Auckland ones, and the other ones couldn't make it across... The uh, ferry in time, so he's going to do them at a later date. And I had a few beers on Friday night, and I actually DM'd him. Yeah. And I said to him, um let me just dig this up here.
0: Where the fuck's
1: the briefcase? I said, any chance you can put the briefcase in Christchurch dangling over a ladder in the square for a money in the bank type <laughs> wrestling match? <laughs> and he
0: loved it. He wrote back, absolutely 100%. <laughs> Are you gonna be the next Mister Money in the Bank? Imagine how poorly gonna be trench coat like edge. There's just gonna be all
1: these students climbing it with Billy Mavericks, ready for festival season. I'm just coming out of nowhere off the cathedral.
0: <laughs> the so, bottles smashing. You covered him with the monster truck like stone cold. So it's it's ticked
1: all the boxes for me. It's a kiwi kiwi jam. Some one of my new and upcoming favorite artists, and it's just a great tune. And so, he's pretty
0: hard case in the sounds of things as well. Oh mate, he's, he's messaging. If he loves, he obviously loves a bit of wrestling.
1: Yeah, so he's got our tick of approval. He also. Um, had a thing on his website where he was selling all this merch from that tour you were speaking of and I bought a t-shirt of it and um, he had like t-shirts, hats and he also had eight and a half thousand dollars for a CRV that he was selling, Honda CRV on there <laughs> and he says it comes with uh, pie pastry and durry packets. So I also said at the end of the message after the money in the bank, if I win the money in the bank I'll buy the CRV.
0: What's he selling it for?
1: How much? It's eight grand. Eight K, yeah. is it worth that? Probably not, but I mean, just if he, signed the bonnet if he <laughs> blows up and becomes a new biggie of Oceania, then hell yeah, it's <laughs> worth it. The biggie smalls of New Zealand.
0: Oh, that's pretty awesome. That's yeah. a good stunner, actually. I like that. Yeah. I like that. You got a stone cold? Um, I've got a pretty good shocker. Okay, it Starting with a, that. It was a wee bit of a stunner for me, though, because I found it really funny, I'm but just, someone's had a shocker. Can
1: I just stop you there? I've noticed in the last probably three to four weeks, you're in a bit of a murky grey area of the new shockers and your stunners. <laughs> Sometimes it's a shocker, but it's a stunner.
0: What Sometimes side of the-
1: it's a stunner, but it. it's, it's a
0: shocker. Yeah. What side, if you go going
1: heads or tails, what is it? A shocker or a stunner? It's a shocker. Cool. Hit okay. us.
0: Someone's had a shocker. But it was a stunner for me. And so I had my last shift at the hostel on Friday, which yeah. I was uh, uh, working at a backpack hostel. And there's this guy who's been staying there for a few months. He's a bit of an oddball. He only eats TV dinners. Most of the time. I've seen him eat cereal a few times. Is that like but Weight Watchers meals? No, kind of. It's just, well, it's not Weight Watchers, but it's just those microwave meals that are just ready to go. Any time of the day, he'll be eating them extremely loudly as well. It gets on my nerves quite a bit. Rotund? A wee bit. Mm-hmm. chip monkey. Not to, trying to sound too mean, but it's a, a... Puppy fatty. Horrible insult. Yep. And he's obviously a backpacker, so maybe he's on a bit of a budget. And over the last few years working at this place, I've seen all sorts of diets. I've seen horrendously bad ones. I've seen people just picking, like, handfuls of mint out of the garden and just eating it because they've got no money. I uh, met a guy that only ate black beans and rice for every meal for a week, three meals a day. Must have had some pretty solid shits, I'd say. What Jim
1: Morrison from The Doors did. Really? Brown rice, beans, and tabs of acid on a rooftop in LA before they made it for six months,
0: but go on. Jesus. Well, this guy wasn't quite as cool as that. But just backtracking a wee bit to the TV dinner annoying eater guy, I'm making my morning coffee. And I'm standing in the kitchen, and I'm sort of just like, you know, reminiscing on my last year that I've had there. And he pours his bowl of cereal, and I was like, oh, here we go. He's having something other than a bloody roast beef TV dinner for once. And he gets out his bottle of milk, his little bottle of milk, and he looks in it, sniffs it, looks away, looks at me to see if I'm looking, looks back, tips it, and I'm watching him, and just lumps. are just falling out of the bottle, Mm. and he just smashes it see so i thought i found that pretty funny but it's a it's a humongous shocker well you remember to go turn the chapters back a
1: few on when i drank the milk you the drank the milk. milk yeah i thought it was you for and, a minute oh it's un-
0: how does someone realize no, stone faced? how does he someone stone faced it realize and then do it well he the thing is he sniffed it looked at it moved it around it there's probably the water and then the the clumps of dairy oh. and then he just poured it out and i could just see just like plop, plop what plop, age is plop. this guy late 20s maybe early thirties. kiwi no, he is from the Philippines and he's over here backpacking and also studying IT. Oh my God. <laughs> like, have it with water. Yeah. It's safe. Well, the thing is, there's a dairy across the
1: road. Mm. So, don't die. If he came up to you and said, Look, Sam, I don't want camphlobacter, I don't want giardia, can I buy two bucks to get a thing of milk? Well,
0: you're going to do it, aren't you? No. Nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, of course. Because then you'd have nothing for the of, show. Of, yeah, you'd exact. have nothing to report. I was like, mate. You could, but I've got to have a shocker this week. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. Have a couple of teaspoons, and then we're on. I've also got a pretty good stunner, and this one's just a flat stunner. Mm-hmm. So, you know when you sort of you see something in day-to-day life, or you think of something, and you look it up, and it just has an answer that's just way beyond anything you could have wished for? Right. So, I saw this guy walking a couple of poodles around Hagley Park the other day, and they were the classic poodles, so the standard ones, you know, the real ugly ones. Yeah. And it had the... Like the cravat neck thing, like the the haircut. So Spoiled. it's bold, so it's bold, and then it's got the fur yep. around the neck, fur around the knees, fur around the ankles, and a little fur on the bit of the end of the tail. You know, the classic poodle. Trim. Like some
1: Dolly Parton boots yeah. on. Yeah. And that was, like, was saying
0: howdy. It was saying howdy, yeah. And I was like, why, are, why do they cut poodles' hairs like this? And it's because they used to be hunting dogs, and they would cut, and they were used for duck hunting, so they would cut their hair like that, so they'd be more streamlined, so there'd be less hair on them, but they'd keep it on the knees and ankles and on random spots on their body to keep their joints and their kidneys warm. That is fascinating stuff. And I think it's been,
1: <laughs> and I think it's been adapted a wee bit now. At what point did they move from the hunting regions to the Miravale um, child of people that can't conceive? Exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. And this guy did not, wanna, this guy did not want to... Talk to you? Um, talk to me for starters about his dogs. He, got. he didn't want to walk them either. Mm. But then I actually saw him go and jump in a little convertible with the top down. And that's sort of similar to your summer anthem, where you sort of, you see something and you just automatically think, summer anthem. Every... And I just see that and I just think, summer and dickhead.
1: Hey, <laughs> <laughs> he's not having fun. Every time I think of a poodle, I think that they need to have a big bar sawn through them and they belong in a carousel. What? You know, like a (laughs) carousel, like a thing that you'd sit on at a fair that would go up and down like a horse that would go round and round and round? That's all I imagine of poodles.
0: Are they carousel rides? No, they're horses, aren't they? Poodles?
1: No, the things (laughs) on the carousels. Yeah, yeah,
0: they're not poodles. Um, All
1: this cowboy howdies, joints, fur, but I'm getting
0: confused. Yeah, yeah. I had a shocker. What's your shocker? Um, Did you have a bit of the guy's cereal? (laughs) (laughs) I
1: popped in to have, on your last day, to give you the (laughs) send-off you deserved. Um... Is it cheeky from a establishment like a mall? I want to know if I've been out of line here, if I should take offence. Mm-hmm. I went to Rick and a mall the other day. Yep. And they have the first sort of five or six parks and they're charging for premier parking at the mall at this period. That's not on. Or is it a first come, first served or is it good on the mall for making a little bit of revenue where they can? Because I was sort of outraged. I think they're doing all right, to be yeah. honest, that mall. I think they're probably taking over okay and they don't need to do that. I remember a guy told me one time that he owned two hair salons in Ricketon Mall and he owned 30 other ones around the country and the two in Ricketon Mall combined rent was more than the other 30.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. When I was working at a travel, when I was working at STA, I guess I can name them now, they've gone under, and I probably could have anyway, they were saying that the and Mall, um, not franchise, but the and Mall shop was making more than the rest of the South Island combined. Is that just purely down to foot traffic? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, they did have a few pretty good salespeople, apparently, but.
1: Because you don't often know. don't see any shop. Like, you go, say, you go to Northlands or one of the Scody Malls. Yeah. We won't name names because we want them Northland's to.
0: Northlands isn't that bad anymore. Northlands
1: is okay. It's improved. It's, it's not as bad as uh, Eastgate or Bishopdale. Shitdale. Um, <laughs> but you go to those other ones, and often there's places that people obviously travel to the mall for. Yeah. You Your know, what destination I mean? spots. Yeah. Whereas you go through Ricketon, everywhere's almost got people in it all the time.
0: It's. Oh, mate. I was there today and it was humming. It just lead up to Christmas, but even like you never go there and it's completely ghost town no. how many people do you think walk through Rickett and Mall every day at this time of year say if we did an average for this oh. week 10,000 for a day I was going to say 10k maybe more or it would just be like under no it would be way more than like a thousand way oh, more Look mate, you'd have a thousand deal.
1: in the supermarket Tr- nah
0: in one day maybe yeah, yeah. i say in one day I was like yep. once maybe not but yeah, I 10,000. Do you remember the radio presenter Ian Stables back in the day? No. Might have been a
1: bit before your time. He used to be this shock jock in the early 2000s. Is this another horse joke? No, no, no. This is completely off. So he was this lunatic that, like, everyone sort of found funny, but he used to be, he was one of the first judges on New Zealand Idol when it first came. Jeez. And um, <laughs> looking back on it now, he was pretty hard case and everyone sort of gave him a bit of a following. But I, after looking into him just as a person and some of these things that he did, he actually he was obviously just an unstable drug addict oh, and no. what he used to do is at Christmas time he used to go into Rickett and Mall and wrap up in brand new like iPod or cell phone or anything like that put it under the decorations with like a hundred other fake presents announce it live on air and everyone would just storm the tree and rip the decorations all to shreds looking for this iPod
0: that's a bit like the money drop that safety warehouse yeah did. it's a bit like it's kind of funny but it's also kind of like sadistic do you know,
1: do you know what else is hard case for another stable stunt he also Sent an intern live on the air to jump the fence at Government House when Prince William was here to offer sizzlers because he found out that it wasn't at the barbecue. So I
0: respect that. Respect it, sh- that's true. Double cheese. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. that was a real. That was viewed as a bomb but was threat. It, was it William? Yeah, he just like looks over and he's just like mate a single cheese mate get that man over here <laughs> get it in a get a snarler and a bit of bread just sees that vivid blue packet eh?
1: but I'm gonna go three for three yep th- I've three got a thunders. third stables yarn
0: three yep hit me um I, li- I love the first two
1: yeah listen to this one so he was known to just put like people li- well they do a live cross on radio where they literally live cross it's in the it's in the headlines yeah and um what he would do is he would just purposely just put people on the on the spot and force them to do these things so then they couldn't have time to think about it or Broadcasting right. Standards Authority and stuff couldn't get in, involved. And um, he decided that on St. Patrick's Day they were going to get a Dwarf and they were going to duct tape $5 notes all over him and they were going to announce it live that they were going to drop him off at like St. Kent's College or one of those massive rugby schools, Auckland Grammar or something up there. Yep. They announced it live on the air and they're driving there and um I actually knew a guy who was who'd been at radio school, who was one of the like co-presenters as they were doing waiting for the cross from Stables. Mm-hmm. They pull up to like this drop-off zone, and there's 300 kids waiting there with bats and stuff, waiting for this dwarf. And the principal's going, "No!" waving his hands, going, "No!" And they ring Stables, and he goes, "Do it, set him free." So this dwarf runs <laughs> out, and he got completely ripped naked, I was both say.
0: legs broken, yeah. and apparently Stables just got. So he just used to do shit like that all the time, pretty loose so and like putting like. Not life and oh, it's putting life in danger. But like just doing things that's sort of like not humiliating, but just like making humans. You can see humans in the worst form they are. He used to get like, on
1: stage at Big Day Out and do kiss my ass for a backstage pass and make people kiss his ass in front of like ten thousand. Just a.
0: But it sounds yeah, like a bit of a nutter. Sounds like a bit total of, nutter. Yeah, but right. like
1: there's a huge background for anyone that doesn't know anything about him. I've given him too much airtime.
0: It's it's kind of hard case though. Mm. I mean, it's, he's obviously a pretty unstable dude, but like some of that stuff's pretty classic. You look at
1: some of these people in today's world that are sort of famous for doing that sort of stuff.
0: Outlandish. He's stuff. sort of
1: almost before his time. You know, so mm. a guy that would never, but like an old athlete would never have survived in the social media era.
0: Well, look at what some of the stuff that like, people will do nowadays for social media attention. Mm. They're like, you know, just people oh, that, eating cat food dressed as animals and... Oh, is that... Just, oh, I thought that was a category on Pornhub.
1: Could be. <laughs> did did you see that thing on Pornhub this week about the, um... No, it was a story about... The people have come out and spoken about the people that vet the like vet the videos oh right i thought you meant did you
0: see that great clip did you see that recommended for you in new zealand this week i think it was number three down <laughs> no so, like step siblings it was a story about these people that have come out who
1: used to work for Pornhub. yeah and what they have to do is they had to like research um all the like content on there so watch the quota was 400 videos a day. They'd watch that much porn. To make sure that stuff wasn't <clears throat> going on there. But they right. said the bosses of, like, their superiors and the people that ran the site would pretty much say, think of reasons to keep it on. So they see that these guys these guys would be having panic attacks watching these videos of, like, people stomping puppies to de- like horrific oh, oh, shit. because
0: people... Oh, right, so they're... They'd want they're the videos the, on there. They're the moderators to yeah. make sure that there's nothing that's, like, illegal on exactly, there. Exactly, exactly, that's oh their job. God, but they were saying they were pretty job. much...
1: Yeah, they were saying that um, a lot of them were saying it killed their marriages because they just had no sex drive because they were just so put off by it. Yeah. And then others said that it creepily increased theirs. Ooh.
0: Uh, so, like, yeah... Like, but, I, I mean... Not speaking from any experience, obviously whatsoever. But do you think? Totally speaking from experience, but no one. <laughs> oh, this is my mate. Right? No. Um, do you think it, you become desensitized to it? Not that you find it arousing, but like if you watch anything enough, you're not necessarily going to get turned on by it. But it just becomes normal. Mate, if You're watching I'll, 400 videos a day. I watched uh, the first time I used to watch MMA this getting posted out there. <laughs>
1: Hey everyone. Um, <laughs> now, I used to when I first used to watch MMA, I used to find it a bit too bloodthirsty and a bit too full on. Yeah. Whereas now there's literally almost virtually nothing that could happen in a match where I'd have
0: to like squeamishly look away. Yeah. And that's just yeah like exactly like you say desensitising to it. But well, I I also reckon like the news almost does that. Yep. In extent because you get so used to bad news, it's like if you watch the news and it's just like horrific bust crash, blah blah blah, kills all these people or something like that, and then you're just like oh, okay. It's just another news story. Yeah. I think you become desensitized to that as well.
1: Imagine picking up a newspaper before social media and stuff every morning and reading like a headline, like, you know, some of the horrible shit you read in the news. Imagine yeah. how much it would just like, you'd be sitting in your morning paper and you'd just get to work in the morning and everyone had seen it at the same time.
0: What would the headline be? Oh God. 30 year old Christchurch hospitality worker, volunteers to work for Pornhub for free. <laughs> Lunatics still persisting with podcast after, after almost bombing out before Christmas. <laughs> local local traveller dies from eating expired milk. Mm. Um, it's got a bit of a topic for you this week. Yep. I mean, we've, been, we've touched on it in previous weeks quite a lot. Okay. And we do like to talk about interesting characters. I was watching a few things about cults. Right, so There's a lot of great content out there, some great documentaries and stuff. And it sort of got me thinking, you know. Have I'm you going, been desensitised to the cult way now? No, I don't think you could be. And no, I think until you're in one, that's when you're sort of, that's when it gets real. But I'm going to be working and, and living in my family hostel coming up. And I was sort of thinking, well, I'm going to be living there and there's going to be all these like young people around me as well. Not that I'm going to start a cult, but it sort of got me like. Float I'm, the idea? I got, I'm not going to float the idea. <laughs> I just turn up first days being the big white shawl. With I can't grow a beard. I feel like there were these guys And a ponytail mis- They were very I could probably grow a ponytail neck But they're not very mis- They're quite mystical looking Yeah Um. And I just know of my tummy The white sheets They mm-hmm. might not be very good And I was thinking If I was going to start a cult What would I do? You know you've got to have rules Each cult's got their sort of their thing Yeah Some of their things aren't necessarily very good Majority of times Let's just say some of their things Would not pass. make it past the Pornhub moderators And I was thinking like What would I make my cult to be like? Mm -hmm. What would I name it? You know, what would I, what would the rules be? They've all got their funny little quirks. Uh, Yeah. If (laughs) if that's what
1: you want to call them with the
0: rabbit ears. A few quirks, you know. Good people, but just get a little bit wayward. Sometimes get a a little bit out of hand. Just a bit quirky. Yeah. It's like, no, they're not. They're not quirky. I bet there's loads of, you only hear about the bad ones. You only hear about the bad ones. I think there's loads of good cults. Oh. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> too sold on this it. This is my pitch. This, <laughs> is my, this is my pitch. So if you've so got you off your guys, We've got all these tents set up, all right? Yeah. It's great. What do you reckon, if you were going to start a cult, would you have any rules that you'd sort of have? Um, No leaving. What? No, <laughs> That's the big one. Yeah. That's the big one. I think vetting, you got to vet people before they come in. Because yep. cults, they always just get a bit... I'd be pretty you know,
1: upfront with people. Would you? I'm clearly not fucking Jesus, <laughs> yeah. but I'm a great guy that runs good chats. so if we want to hang out, <laughs> let's hang out.
0: But I am in charge. Yeah. But hey, that's the thing about, I mean, I heard a great quote a wee while ago that the difference between a cult and a religion is that in a religion the leader's dead, which is a wee bit of a controversial... God, that's inspiring. <laughs>
1: Do not tell, what's his name, um, Noble... Glenn Stables, one of you making. No, it's Ian Stables. Vince Staples? No. <laughs> Who's the guy who runs Gloria Vale? Hopeful Christian. He's dead. Okay, right. There you go. <laughs> Say no more. So I probably won't tell him. So at the moment that he passed away, did it become a cult then? Otherwise they were just
0: hanging out. So now it's a religion? No, because I don't they know. They follow a
1: religion though.
0: They do. So I think it doesn't have, the leader doesn't have to be like the Jesus Person. They do, but they do. <laughs> the, From, Jesus person. the
1: ones I've sort of watched about and read about, they all seem to. As a, you can't really be an equal, can you? If you're leading one of these, no, things. there's
0: got to be someone in charge, and it's it's called like you are desensitizing people, not desensitizing people. What am I talking That's about? It. You're de- uh, you're programming people, so it's sort of like brainwashing. So you jo- come and join my cult. Mm. Um, it's called Sandy Cracks, if you're wondering. It's a cult on the beach, and it's nudist colony. Right. Um, and for everyone. No, just for you. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a cult of two. Uh, but yeah, I'm the only nude one. But everyone, that's, has, everyone has to be fully clothed. That's the uniform? Yeah, nudity. And yep. shoes. And shoes. And if you borrow anything off someone, you have to leave your shoes with them. That's that's another weak thing I've got for it. I, I don't mind quite, that. It's quite cool, eh? But you change someone's name. That's the first way to break someone's down someone's identity. So you're Nick, and then you come into the cult. And I'm Dick. <laughs> or is that too similar will I still remember my okay, memories it's a of nudist, Nick it's a nudist cult we don't need jokes about the nudist. alright mate <laughs> the smutty man of the right. cult eh so I'm going to give everyone their names right so we've got uh, Richard your new name's Steve uh, we've got Paul your new, new name's John we've got Sarah over here your new name's Sandra Nick your new name's Dickhead I feel like <laughs> if you had that though you'd have to
1: use the Native American way and be like you're Sam now you're Firewolf, because if you just named people, jumbled the names around, yeah, they'd yeah. be like, wait, you're Paul, no, imagine trying to get... No, I was Paul, now yeah. I'm Stephen. <laughs> so, see, when I came here to join, I was clothed, now I'm naked, so now I'm Stephen. No, now you're Stephen. <laughs> where, really... you where do you pin your name badge to if you're nude? You is my question. To, you don't want to know,
0: mate. You don't, you don't want to know. I um, feel like it's an awkward icebreaker as well, just get the kit off and yeah. Welcome to the cult, everyone's nude. Um, what beach? I don't know, probably Brighton. Yeah, <laughs> no. It's got to be. It's got to be a super secluded beach. Obviously, you don't want another thing about cults is you don't want outsiders. Well, do you do? Well, you want to. You want to. You want to prey on them. You know. So you and giving them to join the cult sort of way. You want to get them in, and you just want to say like, "G'day, come on in. We're really nice. Okay, take your clothes off first. Um, leave your shoes on. That's sort of our thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I don't know. You just want to sort of get people in, and it's sort of like brainwashing. There's a there's a big the world leading cult expert. You'll Love this, it's called Rick Ross. Is he in a cult? No, no, Has he's he been in he's several. He's an expert, so he's no, he's, you can't no. be an expert
1: if you've never been in one.
0: Well, okay, well, if I'm you, a rugby
1: league expert, am I? I
0: don't know, are you? Oh, mate, you like I, to think suppose, you are. I suppose I probably could, be. <laughs> yeah, because that's the
1: basis of my cult. You can't not like sport. Okay, that's, so that's, that's, a, that's a T's and C's for mine that's it and everyone you has, can't not like sport yeah if we're running sport chat and you say I'm not really into sport you're gone okay unless you're hot
0: <laughs> um, have you so now he- you're going down the wrong road like
1: yeah that. have you ever heard of the Church of the Lamb of God cult?
0: The Church of the Lamb of God So not it's,
1: not it's not the um not the
0: Lamb of God not the
1: heavy metal band but I'm sure they probably take reference from it there's some sort of reference there it's a guy called Ival Labarton Labaron. So, Jesus. first of all, you take... Not LeBaron. Well, you take the R out, and his first name's literally Evil. So, <laughs> that should that should really, um...
0: Hey, so was Evil Knievels. Yeah. <laughs> Give him a break. Maybe he <laughs> loves stunts. This guy's had
1: 51 <clears throat> children with 13 different wives that's over um, two decades.
0: That's outrageous. So, he
1: started in 1979.
0: Must but, be like a dried-up prune.
1: But what, um, actually, you know how you said you want to you recruit members, you suck them in with other things? What he used <clears> to do is he used to get girls to... Like openly welcoming other male members by having sex with them mm-hmm. and then bringing them into the cult and then taking the woman off them so uh, then you kept them hunting for it but the scariest thing about it was um he murdered more than 20 people That's pretty and scary. he went to he was jailed for life in utah and he died in 1981 but there were murders continuing all through the 90s because his last thing that he did before he died in jail in 1981 was passed out a hit list to his followers that were still alive
0: Oh, man.
1: A real sick pig right to the end.
0: Just It's it's such like a power ego trip, eh? Just having all these people. And that's always going to corrupt you. I think that's what happens with cops is they sort of start off... A lot of them start off with the right intentions sometimes. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, yeah, we're going to make this Like-minded community. Like-minded people. Everyone's going to be happy. We're just going to, like, fuck the outside world, you know? We're just going to be our little insular thing. And then there's one person in charge. So yep. it's just like you're in charge, you know? Like, we all know that when you're the most sober one leading a night out, you sort of... Even then you sort of start to... Call some shots and feel sort of, a bit feel a bit you know, culty. Yeah, eh? going to the kebab place, not McDonald's. Shut up! Mm-hmm. And you sort of you take control. So imagine if you were there for five years and you had all these people worshiping you. And, and people you know.
1: have given people have given up everything. They've given up their identities, their livelihoods, oh. their families, their hometowns.
0: Completely turned their backs on their families. So it's like sometimes. imagine
1: being out there and being like, oh, you know, there's always the whole. You can leave whenever you want, which is what's not happening at at the Rabatorians. That's my cult. (laughs) Um, So you can't leave. You can't leave. That's right from the start. Once you're your Hotel California is our base, you can check out, but you can never leave.
0: Isn't that a song about heroin?
1: Well, we do heroin in the cult. Oh, is that
0: a big sport loving heroin cult?
1: That supports the Rabideaus and body? we're we're in body paint, so we're better than nude. Are you? No. Flaky.
0: It's flaky. Oh, especially if it's hot.
1: No, we live in the cold. (laughs) What? We live in the cold weather. (laughs) <laughs> yep, yeah, f- in the snow.
0: Oh, you can't be nude then. Well, don't... hey, that's how you break down people's confidence, I guess. Hey, and that's for... how you control everyone. You can't
1: be nude in the cold then. Well, maybe it's not the the cult for you. <laughs> maybe you're not.
0: Maybe you're not. You're on the beach with me, and eh? Sandy Cracks. One yep. well, sounds like more like a retirement village. Sandy Cracks. So going back to this, I was cause I was looking up cults a wee bit. You get down oh, some pretty big rabbit bit. holes. You're talking to them. a cult expert, but
1: I was looking it up a wee bit. Go <laughs> yeah. on.
0: So, no, Rick Ross. I didn't talk to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like the world-leading dude. And he actually went, because he did this thing called deprogramming. So say you're in a cult, right? You're in the bloody Rabatorians or whatever you've mm-hmm. got. And you made a poor choice and join Sandy Cracks. And your parents are like, right, Nick is in a bad place. He's in a cult, blah, blah, blah. This guy will go and either lure you out and sort of kidnap you. Or well, not him exclusive, but his, like, organisation. Posse, yeah. Yeah, and they'd, like, deprogram you, which is pretty much like the reversing of brainwashing. He actually faced prison time for it.
1: I was about to say, this guy is almost like a cult guy mm. himself,
0: isn't he? Yeah, He's yeah. so good. But he'd do it, yeah, he'd do it the other way. So he'd, like, be like, right, you think all this So it's like Frank c- Abagnale eventually working for the FBI. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he would take people out and uh, parents would hire them. Cause there was this thing called the Satanic Panic, which was in the 90s. Like the name. Yeah, it's quite it's quite catchy, eh? Mm. And it was. It's all about people just
1: worshipping the devil, like a new well, trend. Or
0: it's when like rock and maybe was it 80, It might have been the eighties actually. And when like there was quite a bit of rock and like rock and roll going around, and a Aussie lot of, like, and stuff. A and lot of that sort of stuff, and like obviously Charles Manson was kicking around and whatnot. And there was just parents who were just really panicking that like rock music was like turning them kids their mm-hmm. kids into Satanists and stuff. And so when people started joining these groups and cults, and some of them weren't actually cults, they were just like sort of. Hang out, gangs, Hippy, hippie communes or gangs or whatever. And this guy would like deprogram them, and he got done on like some pretty serious kidnapping charges. Eh? But oh. he's still doing not so much that, but he's got like some deprogramming center.
1: It's kind of like it for the you know, how with all these gangs and violence and all that sort of things, it must be a very difficult situation from a legal standpoint. Because if, say, you ran off and joined a cult, and your parents were like, Well, you know we need him out of here this isn't him like he needs to come back to reality right right. and the cops came and visited you
0: or did a look around and you're like no i'm happy here but like you had been brainwashed it's like you're an adult you can't do anything can you how do you prove someone's been brainwashed it's just your parents saying he's not who he was but it's like well if you're not getting kept here against your will as well um
1: it's pretty crazy eh there's another real buzzy cult called the children of god and it started mm. in Huntington Beach, California. Is that
0: where they'd run up and down Sunset Strip?
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, and the beach boys were involved, eh? And they, well, what happened, you know, Joaquin Phoenix, they yeah. all grew up in this cult. Mm. And so it was obviously, it's weird how some of these, there's a difference between a lot of people have the stigma around that it's just these lost souls and, um, you know, necessarily poor people or people that have come from really weird backgrounds. Some of these cults, or look at someone like Scientology, I don't know if you want to... Class as a religion, but it is a form of cult, I guess. With some of their practices, yeah. they actually target elite people. Yeah, yeah. So then the way, they have not their targeting own, vulnerable. No, they have their own following. Yeah. So they make a fuss of these really well-to-do people who are effectively a good endorsement for their, yeah. their pushing. And they don't
0: know. They don't have. They've got so much money they don't want to spend it on.
1: Yeah, but they used to. They coined the term um, "filthy fishing," which was a sexual practice in which women would have sex with men and to get them in Yeah, bring oh, them in. Uh, there's Mason enough. This, this seems like to be quite a common theme amongst these sick cults filthy
0: fishing yeah um, the fishing part of it just makes it sound a bit gross uh, that's interesting about Joaquin Phoenix did you no. know his brother his, his brother River Phoenix who yeah. was, a, who was um, an up and coming actor. actor died on my a, birthday he died outside the Viper Lounge mm, which the, is Johnny the did. De- yeah. yeah, there you go there's a wee little easter egg for you didn't know he died on your birthday though about your Halloween been at a Halloween party your birthday on Halloween
1: that's right. We did the Halloween special, you dick bag. <laughs> Do you don't like celebrate birthdays in the Rappertorians. <laughs> don't, don't you? Why no. not? Because uh, yours on Halloween you used to get bullied for it. Too busy watching sport.
0: It's <laughs> 24-7. Who's your
1: star recruit? You can have anyone Who, endorse who's
0: it. Who's my John Travolta Tom Cruise? Yep. Um, it's got to be someone influential.
1: Obviously, it's, it's a star gotta, recruit. Maybe,
0: it's got to be someone in good nick. Uh, yeah, if you're nude. Yeah, if you're nude as well. Maybe Margot Robbie. Mm. She has got she's, gets a bit of air time from me, but I just think she's gorgeous. And she seems like quite a cool chick, so she could be like my right hand and my left. Operator. <laughs> yeah, operator, sorry. Um, yeah. Left hand, we're talking about that. Your but...
1: Giselle Maxwell, if you will. No.
0: It's <laughs> 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 Ghislaine <laughs> Maxwell, mate. Not don't know much about it. I just, who would be your star recruit?
1: Um, Someone from Rapid Oak. Probably Russell Crowe.
0: Russell Crowe, yeah. yeah. Do you reckon he'd be that much of a good fella if you met him?
1: Yeah, he owns the Rabbitohs.
0: Who is what's hungover?
1: They're perfect for the cult. Just,
0: <laughs> just like Manny out. The
1: best thing about it is, even if he's
0: hungover all the time, he doesn't have to go to work. Yeah, true. But how yeah. are you getting money into your cult? From his movies. <laughs> he just <laughs> he's just going to put his hand up and just bankroll the entire thing.
1: And he'd know how to set up gladiators to eliminate, if the cult gets too big, we have gladiator You're, fights. Are you going to do the thumb? He, yeah, he's up to the thumb. I'm the emperor now. Yeah, I'm Maximus Decimus Meridius.
0: Yeah. And Joaquin Phoenix is actually in that movie as well. The yeah. one doing the thumb. There we go. Is that where he got the cleft pallet?
1: Who? Joaquin. Did he? Oh, I've got a really buzzy story about that. I was watching... I didn't know he had a cleft pallet. And do you know what, I was watching a thing where they were interviewing people on the red carpet, and they interviewed Margot Robbie, and they said, who are you looking for, what's your thing, like, is there anyone you'd like to particularly meet tonight? And she goes, this is a really weird fetish I have, but it's cleft palates. So, and they go, like, Joaquin Phoenix, and she goes, oh, is he here? So, we've just tied that in super randomly.
0: No shit, that's beautifully done. I actually um, looked up what a cult is, the definition, and it is a group or movement held together by a shared commitment to a charismatic leader or ideology it has a belief system and has that it has all the answers to life's questions and offers a special solution to be gained only by following the leader's rules or you can tune into this podcast if you want to uh, work out the big mysteries of life if you want to find out who you really are yeah yeah and if you're giggling at some of the and no things... we're not nude right now So.
1: <laughs> what do you have to tell everyone there? <laughs> so um would you
0: uh, would you join one a cult. Yeah, I join yours. Yep. I don't like sport that much. Oh, then listen, no, sorry, I can't. You turn uh, me away.
1: I wouldn't join yours. You wouldn't join mine. No, nah.
0: sandy cracks.
1: Nah, not oh, no, not for me. Too fat. <laughs> don't have the rig for it. Phat. Yeah,
0: this <laughs> doesn't really sound like my cup of. Do you? Have, yeah. Do you
1: provide free sunblock?
0: Yeah. Oh, that was actually another one of my things I didn't touch on. It's the biggest ritual there. It'd be one Is of the only. Better in sunblock every morning. It'd
1: be one of the only things in the cult you weren't touching on. <laughs>
0: Hey, that's what—that's where the vision comes in. Yeah, start the car and those instantly kick me out. The leader, no, you've got to go. We've you've done got some to research go. on this guy. I think I would. No, I wouldn't join a cult. No, I wouldn't. I'd go and have a look round. Yep. I've I've actually been in touch with Gloria about a couple of times you've said to that. try and tear it up. But mm-hmm. it's three hours away. Yeah, you know, I feel like if I'm passing, I definitely will. But I'm mm. not going to drive when for are you going to be hours.
1: passing? <laughs> it's like rural, like West Coast,
0: well, mate. I'm on one of my hunting trips.
1: Three hours to meet Jesus, so I mean.
0: On one of my hunting trips, apparently the um, my flatmate's uh, girlfriend was saying that sounds like another mate. <laughs> my flatmate's girlfriend said that she visited it when she was travelling around the South Island and just said the, all the women there are really, really uneducated. Like it was, it was like speaking to like a five-year-old.
1: Or well, they would just know nothing <clears throat> else,
0: and it, it's. Well, just they just don't value. They just don't educate. They're just like right. You're gonna learn how to sew, and you've been an amazing seamstress. But just. And
1: your mother would have been that, and that, yeah, and it's just exactly. like the flow on effect of a day.
0: And I also heard that the, really biggest, the biggest hole in New Zealand is at Gloria Valley. I've heard you say that. What do you mean, hole? Like, dug hole? <laughs> because there's got to be something Farm like. hole. No. <laughs> there's got to be something. Apparently, this guy digs. Oh, okay, yeah. I haven't researched oh this, okay? God. But I heard it from a mate. A legitimate mate. Who escaped. So, <laughs> <laughs> escaped. Through the hole. And yeah, it just sounded like. I just kept hearing this whistling noise when it was windy. And, yep. it, and it just turns out he had the biggest hole. But he reckons that this guy just dug, the, just somehow fashioned this humongous hole and was running pipes down it, and it was so deep into the earth's core that it was warming up water.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> Do you know what that sounds like? That sounds like a man that hasn't been educated. He's probably, like, waist deep. He's like, geez, he dug a big hole. <laughs> One of your howdy, mates. So, um, did anyone realise that there's mining on the west coast for a start? I won't even get into nature. But like there's probably deeper holes made by big bits of machinery. No New Zealand is not.
0: Okay. So we're gonna trust we're gonna trust <laughs> we've noble both got, steadfast. We've both got phones, but neither of us are gonna be looking that up. Yeah.
1: Well I want to see a photo of this guy and he sounds like the work great I need to recruit <laughs> Mate, him to the rabbitorians.
0: Apparently the hole is deeper than three metres.
1: That's the outdoor <laughs> diving board at Jelly Park.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. Um yeah I don't know I don't think I'd join a cult I think I just I, I'm scared because there's so many people that join cults that are like doctors and shit and then they yeah. just end up becoming super I'm just, leader or bust if it's a cult yeah yeah, yeah. It's if I'm my not in terms. charge if I'm not in charge I don't want to have anything to do with it there must be some epic ones out there there are going to be some dope ones there was that one called Paul's Land which was just out of Tofino in British Columbia
1: was it a guy called Paul?
0: someone Paul yeah, yeah. and um, he just had this Jake Paul who's that Logan Paul? yeah is that the, those twins? Yeah. Well, not twins. Brothers. The brothers. YouTubers. Um, not them. I don't like those guys. I mean, they kind of oh, wank and wank as they. But he inherited like 13 acres of land in Tofino and was just like, right, anyone can just turn up and just stay here. You can just pay whatever, or you can pay with drugs, or you can pay with alcohol, or just do a bit of work. Because he just <laughs> had all... it starts. So he just, had... <laughs> so just had all this land and... No, sorry, no, I don't think any alcohol is allowed, but I think uh, other substances are.
1: Like, showing up and doing a bit of work (laughs) is a loose term in the cult world, I think.
0: (laughs) Doing a bit of work, you know, just, you know, helping helping out, digging the hole, and yeah, it just ended up becoming, and then Tofino's uh, quite an expensive place to live now, and just ended up becoming like this mecca for, like, backpackers, homeless people. Um, just like hospo workers just always people went there and you'd like build your shack and get like a tent and people lived in trees and there's all What do all they do for toilets? Shit. What do you mean?
1: Like there must be toilet facilities
0: Yeah yeah I think there was electricity I think they had generators and it was sort mm-hmm. of like a cult it was more like a commune actually I don't know what the difference is because no one actually no one worshipped this guy this pole guy He's just a lad he was just some old Just generous he was just some old tripper really like The lady that left Blanket Man the money Kind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He just seemed like a bit of a good fella. There would be some real freaky cults out there. What? How do you look if you try and start one and no one follows? Like, I reckon I that... Um, but you just
1: sort of shut your mouth and then go away for a bit and then <laughs> go somewhere else. Come
0: on, guys! And then everyone's just like, no, you're right, mate.
1: No. Do you know another thing I'd bring in that I think probably a lot of cults uh, do, but I am sort of a fan of it in some sense? What? Uh, branding. What do you mean?
0: Like... Like, just like the hot thing? Yeah. I've been branded once, actually. Oh, with like a lighter at a party? Doesn't it? No, count. it was a bottle cap. Okay. Um, oh, I remember when we were at a party in year 12, and we went to this girl's house, and her dad was a bit of a loose unit, a bit of a larrikin, mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, to this other guy I went to school with, I don't I'd name anyone, it was a bit of a nuts story, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, um, I'll heat up this piece of metal, and I'll I'll do a cool shape on your arm. And a dad was saying this yeah, at a yeah, it was Yeah, yeah, it was real weird, eh? But he wasn't like, yeah, it was bizarre. And this dad ended up doing this, approached this guy's whole bicep, just did a humongous cross on it, and just branded it on. Imagine if someone did that to your child and came home. Yeah. This guy who got it done for him was a bit of a lunatic as well, but oh, what's it, going on there? So you reckon you'd do that? Nah. Or would you brand them with? Your face? Nah. Everyone's just got Nick's face like, branded on their ass. Probably like some sort of sports symbol, like oh. mural, like that's our crest. So that's all you've got going for you with your cult. You don't have any it's big need. holes. That's all we need. <laughs> Music. Just watch, you just watch Ravido's repeats all the time. You just listen to chasing status. And That'd just be right, actually. And just hymns. Oh, hymns. I love a hymn. Do you? What's your favourite Christmas carol? Mm.
1: Don't say Snoopy's Christmas, because that's shit.
0: <laughs> I wasn't going to, but I mean, I'm happy I wasn't going to. Probably a Merry Motherfucking Christmas off Easy E's album. Okay, yep, but bit, bit lowbrow for me. Oh, okay, what's yours? Booble. Jingle bells. Uh. So unoriginal. Well, it's, uh,
1: it doesn't have to be, because it's the timeless classic. Batman smells Robin laid an egg. Have you heard um the Billy T. James, I want to wish you a Mari Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty hard case. Sounds you it. You need to listen he, to it. He's
0: a classic dude.
1: So we're coming up, we're seeing Saint Nick in a few days.
0: We are. We've got something quite exciting coming up for Christmas. Yep. Uh, it's actually a couple of days after, but that's okay. It's you know, a busy time of the year, hence why... This podcast is late today, sorry everyone, uh, we've had a few people like hit us up actually. It's been nice to hear actually. It's actually quite reassuring isn't it, that people are actually hanging out for it. Well I don't
1: know about hanging out, but thinking, oh shit, maybe, maybe there wasn't one this
0: week. Maybe they're dead, I wonder if they're okay, maybe they've joined a cult, maybe, mm. maybe they're just worried about us, mm. they don't actually give a shit about it. But so next week, on the 28th, yes. Um, Which I believe is next Monday. It is. We are going to do something a bit special. We're going to have a wee, wee Christmas party, I think. Yep. And we are just going to put the invitation out to anyone who's a listener to get in touch with us, and we're going to be sitting down, having a few beers over the 28th, and recording a, what, six hour, maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe a bit longer? Depending on how it goes, yeah. Yeah, depending on how it goes. You never know. It could go for bloody ages. It could go right into the new year. And probably not. <laughs> it's <just laughs> not four days. Jeez, the mic would be fucked. Um, and we're just going to sit down and just chew the fat, and we might have some topics lined up. We're going to do some fun stuff. I actually might shave my head into a mohawk, I've decided, for New Year's. I'm kind of excited about that. Oh, we! Bit of a last-minute decision. I might brand myself. Yeah? So if anyone wants to see either (laughs) of these two things... Um, Just get in touch with either Nick or myself on Facebook, or even better, our podcast page, which is What Up It's Threat, um, on Instagram, or obviously the page on Facebook. And... Just let us know what time you're going to come in, and we love we'll you to
1: drop by and have a beer.
0: Yep, we'll give you the address and make sure to get some hard case stuff. Uh, obviously, we can't have everyone, but we're going to try and get as many people into probably my lounge as possible. I think.
1: I don't think everyone is going to show up. <laughs> to be honest, at that time of not year, not with that attitude, then not, mate. So um, I'll have some sour worms as well. If anyone likes those lollies.
0: Oh, nice, nice. Yep. Okay, that's kind of um, a random thing to put out there, but I, I, I appreciate it. And maybe some sausage rolls. Some, <laughs> some soggy chips. Yeah. Um, so, so this yeah. is not
1: us recruiting, trying to get you to join this cult. You know what? you know <laughs> yeah, we
0: are re- talking about cults. <laughs> now everyone come around, we've got sour worms, and they're like, right, if I go in and these two dudes are naked, I'm yeah. leaving. And if there's sport on. <laughs> yeah, if there's any sport on. Do you, have we to listen to Mail this week? No. Just on that subject? No? Not a damn thing. (laughs) I actually think we have. Oh, okay. (laughs) That was sort of like a rhetorical question. Um, So we have had a message on Instagram, and it says, G'day Nick, Uh, I tried you on the burner phone, Uh, are you still meeting up with me in the toilets at Hagley Park? Who said that? No one just made it up oh why <laughs> but, I was I intrigued yeah, but, yes. <laughs> I couldn't reach you on the burner phone <laughs> but are you going to be at Hagley Park at 1am you're like who was that
1: from Sam so, <laughs> actually sent it
0: <laughs> alright now I, we're
1: just getting stupid I
0: sent it, it from our account to our account mm. it's pretty obvious um, but yeah maybe we wrap it up there I <laughs> think we wrap it up
1: but we'll see all you legends on the 28th have an epic Christmas stay safe stay lit yep absolutely
0: we look forward to catching everyone then love all your work